Welcome to Universal Beings with me, Michelle Vickers, where I never know what I'm going to talk about, but I do know I'm always going to learn something new about myself as a human being, something about the universe, and at least one thing that I can do to be a better human. So let's discover what the universe has to share with us today. Okay. So the chat is open if anybody has any questions. Um, I have no idea where today is going to go. It's been an interesting, (laughs) it's been a very, very interesting 24 hours and the energy is just getting more and more uh, intense is, is what I'll say. So, all right. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I have no idea what we're going to be talking about as usual, but um, I do know that it's uh, it's going to be an interesting an interesting week. <laughs> um, we're we're really going to be learning a lot about how uh, we as humans, how our emotions, um, you know, what we're capable of, but how our emotions really suppress our capabilities. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because when they show me that, you know, in, in itself, it, it goes to, it speaks to our society and, and you know, how um, heavily we put a focus on external, you know, on um, how we look and how we think we should look and how we think we should feel. And all of that is driven home over and over and over again by every media source. And what I mean by media source is everything we see, whether it's a sign going down the street, whether it's a store window, whether it's, you know, um, the, the first things you open when you open social media, you know, the first things that you're seeing. And there's such a heavy focus on what it means to be you, what it means to be happy, what it means to be comfortable in, in who you are. And the interesting thing is that none of that is actually true. None of it helps you connect and plug into who you really are. It's all designed to keep you focused away from the truth, which in itself is, is actually kind of fascinating because, you know, that, that keeps us further away from from the truth. You know, how can you possibly get closer to the truth if you are consistently focusing on what what you think someone else wants you to do or who you think someone else wants you to be? So this week, what we're really going to start to do and start to look into is how we relate to ourselves. Okay. And, and what they're showing me is it's about understanding your relationship with, with yourself. And right now, you know, a lot of people have a relationship that they think they have. (laughs) And, and what I mean by that is we, we think one thing is as it is, and it's very often it's fundamentally different. Um, You know, we can't, make changes unless we're dealing with the truth. And that's 
that's the core of the issue. That's the core of the challenge. That's basically humanity's biggest challenge right there is, you know, if you look at, at depression and anxiety and why all those things happen, you know, they can't change until you're dealing with the truth. And that's, that's the problem, right? We're, we're expected when, when you're a child and you're growing up and, and someone says to you, you know, this is it, this is all there is, right? You know, or your life, you know, you need to look like this, or it needs, you need to be this person to be successful in your life. You know, how many times when we see children walking down the street, or we see them in passing, and we say, Oh, my gosh, you know, you see them doing something that they're, they're interested in, they're figuring it out, they're, they're enjoying it. And all of a sudden, so many people's brains go to, oh, they're going to be a scientist or, oh, they're going to be a archaeologist or they're going to be a policeman or whatever it is based on what we're seeing in that one moment. Well, if you think about your life and how many people did that to you, it's about recognizing that every single one of those, oh, you're going to, is a part of your story. And all of those things that people said to you throughout your entire life have created the story that you tell yourself that you are. So even the things that, you know, right now, most people think, oh, well, you know, my mom did this to me or my father did this to me. And this is, you know, this happened with my ex or whatever it is. And you believe that that is your challenge. It's not really your challenge. Your challenge is your belief system. And your belief system is who you're choosing to be today. It isn't anyone else. It is literally your choice to ha in how you choose to show up every single day in your life. Someone taught you how to be that way, but you're still choosing to be it in this moment. Does that make sense? Because here's the thing, you know, anyone can say anything, right? free will universe. Thank you very much. But it's also a free will universe for you to determine who it is you're going to be based on that information. Okay. So there's two sides to this. And ultimately, the two sides are the exact two sides of humanity that we're facing and dealing with right now. You know, there's the one side that is in that place of, you know, believing and on board with whatever someone says. And, and they go to the place of, I need to be that so much. That belief is so strong in me. I need to do everything I can to ensure that that belief stays true and, and, and I hold it. Well, that's awesome. But guess what that is? That's control. <laughs> Yay. And then there's the other side of the person that hears something and then they decide they're going to fight against it because they don't believe in it. So now they're going to become an activist. So and, and activism, you know, I'll tell you, if you're fighting against something, guess what? You're fighting. And that energy in itself isn't helping humanity. It's not helping you. And, and this is really what it comes down to is, you know, what we're seeing on a bigger level as far as humanity goes and, and where we are and, and why suppression is the most common experience for every single human being on the planet is because we actively say, okay, I believe you, or, oh, I don't believe that. 
it's become this black and white, well, that's my opinion, you know, and, and it's like everyone can have an opinion. Yeah, sure. Everyone can have an opinion. But the reality is your opinion is determining who you show up as. And if you don't like something about your life, then it's on you to decide what it is you need to change in your belief system so that you can actively participate in creating a better life. And this is where, you know, humanity is, is suffering. And, and, and it's really clear because they're showing me is the belief is that we can't do anything to change. We're, we're in this together and we're at the bottom of the power realm, okay? So if you look at humanity sort of as a, uh, a triangle and we're at the bottom, the most of us are here and the belief is that we just have to sit back and relax and wait for those in power to tell us what we can and can't do. And what the universe is saying is this is not how the universe works. This is how we believe that, you know, this is how we believe everything is set up. And, and that's really the biggest part of the misconception here. You know, as human beings, you can't change if you don't think you can. If you believe that you're powerless, then guess what? You're powerless. It, your beliefs determine who you're going to be. If you believe that something is wrong and you're angry about it, then all of your energy is going to go into anger. So guess what? You're not changing anything. Okay. And what they really want to get across right now and, and what they want you to understand is that in order to create change, whether it's in yourself, whether it's in the world around you, whether it's in your family, whether it's in the dynamics of your work, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to first change, change your belief system and allow yourself to become more than you thought you were before. And before could be five minutes ago. It could be yesterday. It could be 10 years ago. It doesn't matter. Before is before now. In this moment, you know more. What are you going to do with it? And what I mean by know you know more is that if you're actively learning and you're paying attention to the universe who's, who's speaking to you as you go throughout every single day, you know, you're paying attention to those, those emotional reactions that you're having. You know, we've talked about those emotional reactions. That's where you need to look, right? That's where you need to pay attention because the universe is saying something in you is out of balance, right? So your job is to go, okay, what belief in this dynamic is out of balance. And then the moment you allow yourself to recognize what it is, it's your, it's the exact moment that it's up to you to do something to change it. But here's the thing. Most people do their best to try to affect change by using control. Guess what? That is another example of what's gotten us to where we are. <laughs> right? So what is Everything, everything in the society that we live in right now is based on control, manipulation. Uh, gosh, I can come up with a number of others. You don't change it by fighting against it. Because if you're fighting against something, you're fueling that same thing. It's like when your body is sick, okay? For example, you have 
cancer. You don't fight against cancer. You fight for wellness, well-being, wholeness, restoring your body to balance. If you fight against cancer, guess what you're doing? All of your energy is going towards cancer. All you're thinking about is cancer. All you're doing is researching cancer. But if you start to pull back and go, okay, what's the truth here? Well, it's my job to restore balance and healing and, and well-being to my body. So what do I need to do? Well, I need to start to research how to do that and discover what I need to do to make it happen for me. And whatever, whatever it is, I mean, I'm just using cancer as an example. You know, it can be absolutely anything. You know, you could break your ankle or yeah, like I did this past summer. That was super fun. But the super fun part came from understanding why it was happening and what my job was to restore balance in my physical body. And when your physical body has an ailment, it's your job to also recognize that it's not just in your physical body, it's also in your mental and your emotional and your spiritual well, well-being as well. Everything is a reflection of everything else. It's when we as human beings compartmentalize, which is what we're seeing right? We're seeing this huge, well, I can do it here, but I can't do it in any other area of my life, you know, or, you know, there's rules, like when the bank says you can do this, but you can't do this. It's everything is starting to crumble, you know, do I know what's going to happen? I have no idea. And anyone tells you that they do know is lying. Because <laughs> it hasn't been decided yet. It hasn't been determined, you know, it's, uh, it's about to unfold in an incredible way. And what they're showing me is there's a big uh, shakeup coming. And we're, we're pretty much in the midst of um, the laying of the foundation of it. So that lets you know, really, we're <laughs> we haven't really hit any of the good stuff yet. You know, this is just the, we're just, ah, we're just hitting the, the icing on the cake, so to speak. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it any better than that. So we're just skimming the surface. And, and at the end of the day, we're going to have to go a lot deeper um, as human beings. Why? Because we're not meant to be surface dwellers. You know, we're not meant to look at things artificially and, and very um, just, you know, seeing it for what it is, right? And we're not meant to do that. And yet our society has has trained us to accept that that's enough and that's okay. And why would you want more? Why would you look for more? It's just, it, 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 there's no more to it, Michelle. You know how many times people say that to me? And the reality is there's a lot more to it. And if you continue to believe that there isn't any more to it or, you know, it isn't, it's not that it's more complicated. It's that it's more dense. It's more definitive. You know, there's so much more depth to everything that we experience. And that's the part that's missing, you know, and, and we've come as a society to numb ourselves to that, you know, and to shame others for wanting to look and wanting to go further and wanting to feel more and wanting deeper relationships, deeper connections, better experiences from all things in their life. You know, we've, we've 
for whatever reason, we've decided that it's okay to shame people for that. But more importantly, it's good to, it's okay to, to feel guilty ourselves if we want more from life. And what they're saying is, you know, that's the giant shift that's happening right now. So, um, you know, that's the, the giant shift in the sense that as we become more conscious as a human race, right? So what does that mean? That means that we pay more attention. We understand the dynamics of situations. We are, you know, to be conscious basically means that you understand all things as they're happening, when they're happening, but you also, um, you also have the ability to, why is that not? Okay, sorry. <laughs> you understand all things as they're occurring, but you also have the ability to understand that every single thing you do has an impact on the entire universe and you have awareness of that. That's what it means to be conscious. And, you know, when you're able to sustain that full awareness all the time, you're... you begin to make an impact in the world, you know, and because now you're no longer acting from an emotional state, you're acting from a conscious state. It's that shift. And that's what we're going through. You know, humanity is being offered the opportunity to step into their birthright, you know, who we were created to be. We weren't created to be dormant and really to me when i hear dormant dormant i think doormat you know where where people can just walk all over us and and you know use and abuse but the reality is they're doing it because they can because you believe that they can and you let them and that's really what it comes down to when you in in your in your relationships in your work in your career as your as your your family you know it doesn't matter what it is in your own journey, in your own life. If you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. It's so simple. And when it's, you know, it's when we try to overcomplicate it that we miss the mark. You know, we miss it. We miss it every time, actually. So today is about understanding, first and foremost, that all of humanity is being given this opportunity to become more aware. What does that look like? What does that even mean? It means that every single one of our beliefs are being challenged. Every single thing you do, it, it, you're being challenged to recognize that you have the opportunity to go further, to be more, to see more, to do more and to make an impact in the world. Why? Because someone somewhere told you that who you are is enough, or you need to make do, or whatever the other millions of things that they said, and you believed them. And your soul and the universe are saying, no, 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 that's not right. That's not who, who humanity was created to be. Humanity was created to be this force to be reckoned with. You know, we were created to be the way I see it when I see us in our full 
soul beings, all of us in this universe together. It's, it's actually quite beautiful. And uh, it's, it's like an army of love and compassion and respect. And there we go. Love and compassion and respect and, and purity and truth. And it's that awareness, that energy that allows us to become explorers of potential and possibility because now we're in it together. Because when you understand love and compassion and respect, there's no competition, right? There's no, I need to do this first. I need to get there. You know, all of these um, awards that how many times do you see awards all across humanity for the greatest this or the greatest that? The reality is we're all great. We're every single human being is great at something. But someone decided if we start rewarding people, they're going to feel good. And we're going to make sure that we control the others to know that they don't feel as good because they didn't get an award. It's more manipulation. It's more control. Because the reality is there are no human beings who are identical because that would be redundant. It would be a waste of time to create two human beings who do the exact same thing. Yes, there's a lot of us who do similar things because that's what we're meant to do. But the similar support each other so that ultimately humanity wins. It's not a me, me, me society. And yet that's what our belief system tells us. It's a me, me, me society. And you watch when you start to look at, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's because everyone that's based on beliefs that are everyone's for themselves. But when you start to allow your belief system to shake up, to open up and, and to have movement in there, there's space so that all of a sudden, you know, you can start to recognize that some of those beliefs aren't actually supporting your own evolution. And if they're not supporting your own evolution, then you're not actually evolving. And if you're not evolving, then you're not actually contributing to the human potential and the original intention of creation of human beings. So if we're not contributing to that, then what's actually going on? Right. So that's this giant, it's almost like um, the way they're showing me, it's like humans are just in a Petri dish and we're just being manipulated in a way that, you know, ultimately others have power. What does that mean? It means that we're giving them our power because we're letting them we're letting ourselves be controlled. You know, is it big and dramatic and, oh my gosh, we need to fight against them? No, because that's what we were just talking about, right? We're not fighting against them. That's the problem. And that's what they keep getting us to do. That narrative that says, fight against the suppression, fight against this. We're being suppressed because we choose to allow ourselves to be suppressed. How do you change that? by going out there, discovering what you're capable of. You know, when you have a belief that limits you, so you think, oh man, I can't do that. That job is, you know, it's, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, they're not going to think I'm good enough for that job. Or, you know, like that's just that person. I would love to date that person, but boy, oh boy, they're out of my league. They're not, unless you believe they are. 
no one and nothing is out of our reach if you want to work for it. And that's the other thing, you know, somehow in the last 40, 50, 60 years, there's been this entitlement issue of, well, I'm here, so I should get it. It doesn't work like that. You know, universal energy is about exploring your potential. Well, how can you discover what your potential is if you don't put any effort into it, right? You get out of life exactly what you put into it. If you're not getting enough out of it, it means you're not putting enough into it. The problem is most people are exhausted because guess what? They're putting all of their energy into fighting against something that they're frustrated or angry with. Or this is the big one. They're feeling sorry for themselves because life is hard. <sighs> I'm going to share with you the most destructive energy on the planet. This is the one that controls humanity the most. And it is the energy of pity. It's crazy, right? Because you'd think, you know, war would be worse. Anger, anything. But pity is the worst. Because when you feel sorry for someone, you send that energy out of, I don't believe in you. Has anyone ever felt sorry for you? And then instantly, you know, think about how many times you have a conversation and you're feeling sorry for yourself or you're frustrated because you have a challenge and they go, oh, it's okay. I know it's so hard for you. You're getting all of these challenges. And, you know, it's that pity energy that says, you don't need to change anything. You don't need to do anything. I'm going to help you stay exactly where you are. Isn't that interesting? I'm going to help you stay exactly where you are by feeling sorry for you. So that person who's already miserable with where they are is now got not only themselves keeping them where they are, they've got other people who are supporting them to stay where they are. Super fun, right? Pity is, it's poison. It's the most dangerous poison to human evolution on the planet in existence. It is an exchange of conscious energy. So even though you may not be consciously aware that you're doing it, you, it is a conscious energy that you are choosing to send to another human being that says, I don't think you can do this. This is just too hard. This is just too much. We have to remember that those things that are devastating, those challenges that we face are there for a reason. They're there because our soul and the souls of the other people involved decided that it was the right choice for us. And then a whole bunch of human minds decided to come along and say, oh, no, 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 we know so much better than the universe and all these souls. We know that this shouldn't happen and we're going to help you stay exactly where you are. How ridiculous is that? But that's what happens time and time and time again. And that is why we as a human race have not evolved. Because we continue to use pity 
perpetually to try and get ahead. You know, it's the people that, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to go through this again. Or, oh wow, look at what I've had to endure this week. There's a difference between sharing your story with, okay, (laughs) you're not going to believe what happened. And now it's taking me on this journey of learning more about myself, learning more about what I'm capable of versus, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This is the third time this week. And now I'm here again. And I just don't know what to do. Fundamentally different reactions, you know? Yep. There is devastating things out there. And, and it's about understanding, like when you look at the inspirational people around the world, they're not people who feel sorry for themselves. They're people who get up, who make a difference, who choose to say, I saw my challenge and I didn't let it bring me down. I allowed it to become my strength. And that's what we need to do as human beings right now. We need to allow ourselves to recognize that the challenges that we are experiencing or the emotional reactions that we feel on a day-to-day basis are our opportunities to recognize our strengths. What does that mean? Well, when you have an emotional reaction, it's your job to notice what feels good and what doesn't feel good. It's your job to then go, okay, how did I get into this situation? Not what did that person do to me? Because it's not ever about the other person. Your challenges are about you. And every single one of them is an opportunity for you to become a better human being, for you to become more of who you are and evolve into that, right? You have to become aware of it so that you can evolve into it. And all of the time, there's so many of us, you know, we, we recognize more and more of that better human that we have the potential to be. And then we fall into and we feed into the, oh, I could never do that. That's just too much. Or this person or nobody would believe that. Or, you know, we fall into all of those beliefs that guess what? hold us exactly where we are. Our job as human beings is to evolve. That's it. It's to explore our own potential and to evolve into everything we learn. So that means we never stay static. We're continuously evolving. We're not meant to stay the same. This belief that, you know, you, you pick something and you do it for the rest of your life. Awesome. Great. It's not realistic. Why is it not realistic? Because as human beings, we're meant to explore our potential. Once you learn how to do something and you've mastered it, your job is to then, as a human being, to then explore something different and something more. Does it mean you have to leave your job all the time? No, but it means that you need to evolve into a new challenge and a new experience, right? And, you know, it's tricky. I mean, we're not going to change the whole civilization of humanity overnight. Okay. I'm fully aware of this, (laughs) you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, everything is going to change. What I am saying is you need to change how you look at the world and yourself in relation to the world first, because it's that relationship. It's that perspective 
that forms your belief system that allows you to go beyond or to stay the same. It's that belief system that says, I feel sorry for myself or I have the power to go forward. You know, you can't, you can't do both. <laughs> and there's a lot of people who, you know, they'll say, well, I see it and I feel sorry, but I'm still going to move forward. If you're holding in that energy of pity, you're not moving anywhere. How do you know if you have pity and you feel sorry for yourself? Well, it's really, really simple. <laughs> Either you're doing something about your life or you're not. It's that simple. And, you know, it does. Okay. This is, this is the, the one thing that probably would, will take the most effort to overcome in your whole life because, because pity is so strong, it's so destructive. It is the most challenging to overcome. But the good news is that once you overcome it, guess what? Now you have all that power back that you were feeding pity that now you can feed your potential and you can go in and have that freedom to explore it, right? It doesn't mean that pity is never going to show up. It means that right now what you want to start to do is change the dynamics of your relationship with pity. So the first thing you have to do is recognize that it's there. It's in your life, you know, and you need to start to recognize how many places and little corners is it lurking in because it lurks everywhere. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it, like they said, it's the most destructive poison to human beings. It's, it's everywhere. It's, it's in all corners of your mind. And more importantly, it's, um, it's affect, it affects your ability to, to be yourself, you know, and to become who you're meant to be. And ultimately it's used. We talked about currency in a number of, of, um, episodes. <clears throat> and right now, one of the biggest currencies that's being used on the planet is pity. And that is why so many more people are suffering right now fascinating, right? Because our minds want to justify, well, it's happening because of this, or it's happening because of that. It's not really, it's happening because of pity and because of the energy of pity and <sighs> control and manipulation has a lot to do with that, especially when it comes to, um, gosh, medical, the, the, basically the whole medical system, but the, and the hierarchy of it. And they're also showing me, you know, the, um, the military uh, system, you know, and, and the way that it's set up is to, well, if you kind of look at it, it's, it's all of humanity is sort of set up in a similar line in the sense that, um, you know, we're, we're designed, <clears throat> we're designed and trained to, utilize the effects of pity and then to um, carry that forward by using it as currency with other human beings. And ultimately, that's what's perpetuated our, our setback, you know, our, our suppression. And our, our basically, we're, we're, it's a, we're at a holding place, you know, in this in this evolution and we can't move past it until there's enough people who no longer feel sorry for themselves 
they actually are willing to recognize their power and empower themselves. You know, it, empowerment, people get really scared of the word empowered. You know, they get, they get scared of the word power and, and people having power over someone else. Someone wants power over you. That is not universal power. That is control and manipulation. It's fundamentally different. When someone steps into their power, it's about recognizing who they are and what they have the power and ability to do as a human being. Okay. And that means that they become disruptive, right? They disrupt that energy, that status quo energy that says, oh, this is how that this is, this is how things need to be. Those beliefs that this is, this is, it's black and white. And right now we're at this place where the narrative is being controlled. So if there's anyone who wants to shake anything up, it's been predetermined that those people are crazy or those people are conspiracy theorists or those people are, wow, there's so many different, but at the end of the day, it's your job as a human being to feel into who you're meant to be, what's right for you and, and the bigger truth, you know, the bigger truth is out there. There's a lot of beings here right now. There's some that don't want me to continue. Um, and they've been here for a few weeks now and, and they're, mm, what's the word I'm going to use? They're using their energy to try and impact, you know, my, uh, the message that comes through. And so it's making sure that every single time I'm sharing insights, I'm sharing information with you that I am checking every single every single thing to make sure, yep, that's truth. That's truth. That's truth. Because, you know, we're manipulated so easily because our brains can only see three-dimensionally, right? It's, it's when we walk around and we think we know it all, or we think we got it all figured out, or, you know, we think, okay, I can figure this all out with, our, with my mind. You can't. You absolutely can't. Why? Because your brain only knows the past and what it's told and what it's read and what it's seen and what it's heard. You have, your brain has no capacity to understand your potential. If it did, you would be living that potential already. So it's about being able to really walk that line between your belief system that says, this is how things have to be done and this is my potential. Which one am I going to go for? Which one am I going to feed today? And over the next few weeks, what they're saying is, you know, every time you're faced with an opportunity, which often comes in the form of a challenge, <laughs> your job is to ask yourself, you know, what am I, what am I going to feed? Am I going to feed the energy that says, oh, this has to stay the same and these are the rules and this is what has to be done? Or I'm going to fight against it because, you know, that's important to me. It's remembering when you're fighting against something, you're putting all of your energy right square on it. So making sure that you're really starting to use your energy wisely. Who do you want to be in the world? You know, do you want to be do you want to discover your potential to be a better human being? 
Do you really? Because if you do, then you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to start to look at things and see where you're feeling sorry for yourself or where you're supporting someone else to feel sorry for themselves. It doesn't mean you start smacking them around. You know, it means if someone wants to feel sorry for themselves, you're going to say, is that really what you want? Because I don't believe that that you're lat limited, you know, like let's start to look for opportunities here. What are the opportunities from this situation? Because clearly there is a reason that this is happening, you know, and, and it's happening to you because you're ready for this challenge, right? It's, it's important to understand our challenges are because we're ready for them. All of humanity right now is ready to rise above. There's a lot of people who don't want to, and everyone checks out in their own way that doesn't want to go any further checks out is, you know, some people, some people are dying, some people are using any kind of addiction, and I mean anything, addiction can be anything from alcohol, drugs, sex, eating, gambling, talking on the phone, <laughs> texting, all of those things, you know, for me, when I was younger, like I said, it was, um, I had to have noise on all the time because my brain, I wanted my brain to be busy. My brain was consumed. So the TV was on or the radio was on. It was never quiet because for me, quiet was, I didn't even know, you know, it was more of a, I needed to keep my brain consumed so that I didn't have time to be with myself. If I was always thinking, if I was always singing along, I mean, honest to goodness, I used to have competitions with friends because I knew all the words to all the songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, that whole time growing up. And again, that was one of those things I prided myself on. You know, I loved as growing up, I loved hockey. Hockey was my thing and I didn't miss, don't judge me. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't, uh, I'm teasing. I, I didn't miss uh, a single Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game because Again, it was an external passion, but I took it to the addiction level so that it became something that I could focus on without paying attention to myself, without being a, like, you know, if I could focus on that, I didn't have to be present in my life. You know, if I'm always doing something and, and ultimately that's the, that's the problem with humanity. You know, we don't have time. We don't have time to be ourselves, to discover who we are and to, to think for ourselves, to, let alone to feel because we've set up lives that are consumed with being busy. And that is by design again, you know, we were controlled and manipulated into that. And now it's our job to recognize, I mean, look at the people out there that are challenged right now because they've lost their jobs as a result of COVID. But that loss of job means that a lot of them have lost their homes or lost so many different parts of their life because they couldn't, um, they couldn't continue because the, the money wasn't coming in. And it's really recognizing that the, the, our entire society is based on, there's not a, there isn't a solid foundation underneath us. You know, it's not one person is doing something wrong. And it, it's not about, 
you know, being shamed or feeling shameful because you're being challenged right now. It's recognizing that we're all here to become better humans. No one is better than anyone else. And our challenges are designed to help us see the truth about who we are, about the beliefs that we hold that limit us into, back us into corners, you know? And those same challenges have the ability to dig us out of those limiting beliefs and, and allow us to get to that place of freedom on the other side where we can see more and feel more and have a greater perspective so that we can begin to participate in our own evolution and, and ultimately then contributing to universal evolution, which is how we make an impact in the world. But we can't do it if we, still, if we feel sorry for ourselves. So right now, I want you to, over the next week, notice in any given moment when you feel sorry for yourself. Oh, I wish I had. Oh, I wish I could. Oh, what if? And notice the poor me where you see that, oh gosh, I'm carrying that poor me. Or notice it in others. Don't, don't judge it refrain from judgment. We'll get to judgment one day. We'll talk about that one. That's a super fun one. But right now, it's about recognizing where you're carrying pity, because we want to eliminate it. We want to blast it out of every part of your life. Because if you're carrying it, it means you're also spreading it around. You cannot hold something for yourself and not share it with others. You know, it's, it's always fascinating to me when people say, but I love that person, but I don't love myself. Well, you can't love another human being if you don't love yourself. It's energetically impossible. How you treat yourself is exactly how you treat everyone else in the world. So if you want to be a better human, treat yourself better first, because that is naturally what will happen is the vibration, how you be in the world is the vibration that you're broadcasting out to the universe. So if you're broadcasting pity, that's what you're going to be sending out to everybody else around you. So if you want to start to, you know, be that better human, to make a bigger impact in the world, start looking for ways to believe in yourself, to see where you can start to make a difference in your own life. You know, all you have to do is look where that pity is and see if there's a possibility to change it. Okay. You're not going to go out and change the world today. Maybe you will, but don't need to, don't make it so big that you end up doing nothing. You know, it's like when we see, gosh, you see a campaign, right? And someone needs help and you know, they're asking for $10 for person. And all of a sudden your brain is like, oh my gosh, I want to help. This is such a great, you know, such a great movement. And I want to contribute like $10,000 and I'm going to get all these people on board. And all of a sudden we're going to raise $10,000. And then you've made it into something so big that now it's overwhelming to participate in it all. So you were so excited about it. And then as it evolved and came down to it, and all of a sudden 
you realize, you look back and you go, well, it's been a month and I've done absolutely nothing. But I thought really good things about it. That's not what we want to do. We want to break that chain of feeling sorry for ourselves that who we're being right now isn't enough. That the $10 that we could have offered would have been enough. And, and I'm just using it as an example because what that means is if you make a $10 difference in your life today, okay, you know, you make that little step that says, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself here. I'm just going to do this. That's it. I don't care what this is, but it's, you're going to make that little bit of a change. It doesn't mean that it needs to be a physical change. It's looking at a belief. Maybe you're going to shake up one of your beliefs and go, well, maybe that is actually possible. Or maybe I don't need to be so limiting in my beliefs. But it's about recognizing that you do have the power in your life. In fact, you have all the power in your life. You're the only one who has power over you. And if you continue to give that power on a silver platter to everyone else in your life and then feel sorry and frustrated for yourself that you, that you don't have any power, then that cycle is going to continue for generations and generations and generations to come. But if we, as a human race at this point in evolution, you know, February 24th, 2021, it's kind of insane, if we can decide that today we're no longer going to let pity be the force that changes the world, but we're going to let truth be the force that changes ourselves. Now, now we've got power on our side. Now we've got potential and now we have the opportunity to create miracles, really. So what you believe can change your life. So this week, go out there and recognize just how much pity is a part of your belief system. And I want you to start to notice it in a way that says, huh, is there a different way to look at my challenges instead of feeling sorry for myself? The best trigger that you will see is the moment you blame someone else Take a deep breath and go, okay, hold on. What did I do to get myself here? Because it's never about the other person. It's always about you. You have the power in your life. And that's it. Super cool. Thanks so much, you guys, for an amazing week. I feel like this is just going to get bigger and better. <laughs> and we're going to have uh, a lot more fun with this now that we have broken down a lot of the walls that, well, the beliefs, <laughs> we're going to just keep breaking them down and breaking them down. And the way I'm seeing it is like Spider-Man, you know, he's, we're just going to start to scale the walls and scale those beliefs that, you know, instead of them being such big and giant obstacles in our path, we're just going to scale them and overcome them one after the other after the other, because that's what this life is all about. You know, as human beings, that's what we were meant to do is overcome these challenges by seeing the truth, not by using pity to propel ourselves forward because it holds us exactly where we are and it ensures nothing changes, which feeds our fears. But we'll talk about that next time. Thanks so much, you guys. Have such a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.